We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, looks like we might be making some progress, making some headway here in terms of getting more movies made in Missouri. Uh, and we're going to take a further look at why. Yes, indeed. And we have Steph Shannon online with us from the KC Film Office. Steph, welcome back. Thanks, John and Jamie. Nice to be here. Always good to hear your voice. So tell us a little bit. Well, before we get into the, the legal changes around all of this, let's talk a little bit about where we are right now. We just heard about a new movie uh, that's filming on the other side of the state in the Cape Girardeau area. Uh, what's What's been going on in the Kansas City area recently in terms of film? Uh, in terms of film, we've, we still are very strong in independent film. And we've got some that are gearing up to begin filming a new a new feature film be, to begin filming in September. We've got some slated for October. Um, but what is very exciting for us as well, because that's kind of been our bread and butter, commercial production and independent film. Mm -hmm. And now with the new statewide film incentive program, we do have a chance to capture uh, some more work. So as you know, because we talked a few, you know, a few times, we talked when we had Queer Eye here. We talked when we had the Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning here, right. which, by the way, is on Bravo now, uh, not Peacock. So everyone can check that out on Bravo. Um, you know, we've had some really nice seasons of reality television. What we can now expect in the state of Missouri are some episodics, some narrative episodics, and some films that are likely still a lot of independent film, but, but we'll have some more studio pictures as well. So it's really exciting to be in competition with other states that we've seen take work away. Like when we think about Ozark and we think about what was once called Kansas city, but turned into Tulsa King, yeah. you know, now we have a seat at the table to bring those here. Before we talk more about the law, I, I want to ask um, in my head, I am ranking the kinds of projects that we can get in Missouri. And I don't know how you rank them, if, it, if it's jobs or if it's how, how much publicity it gets, but like, what's the ultimate? What is everybody really after? You know what, here's my vision. And a lot of people might have the same vision. I really see us and our crews and our business and our profile, you know, in a national way, being on screens all over the, the country and the world. Um, in an episode, in a successful episodic television series, if we are the setting for it, especially, you know, if it's kind so of like, like a Breaking Kansas Bad City story, it could be, it could be a right, Breaking like it was set in New Mexico yeah. and filmed there. Exactly, we want it set here and filmed here. So that is, and and year over year, 
that's what we would love to see for our crew and our businesses. The economic impact would be greater. There would definitely be more jobs and and that exposure year over year also. Oh, definitely. Well, and of course, with that comes tourism as well. So, you know, you, you have people that see that stuff on TV. There are people who go out to, uh, to, to New Mexico just so that they can see all the places that were in Breaking Bad. Wouldn't it be oh great to God, have that going on so here? So much. That Breaking Bad, I mean, Field of Dreams is still really yes. going strong in Iowa. That is absolutely possible for us. The right show, the right combination. And it's really interesting because when things have not filmed here but has been set here, I anecdotally, I remember when I worked at the tourism organization, we would get calls from people out of the country and they would ask us where the locations were for like sharp objects. It did right. film in Georgia, but it was set in Missouri. So we got some calls from Australian fans of that uh, limited HBO series, and they wanted to come and see the locations that were filmed. So it's real. You know, that film tourism element is very real. And I don't know if anybody out there listening, like, has a favorite show or kind of wanted to go see a city because they saw it in something. It, it does. It inspires you. Like, I want to eat there. I want to see that bridge. I want to see that body of water. I want to, you know, see, see that store. So we do it all the time and we kind of don't even think about it anymore, but it, it truly inspires a lot of our travel and, and decisions. So it was 10 years ago that an incentive law expired and right. we finally, it was passed. We finally got here and, and yes, we've talked to you about this multiple times. Why did it, what was the fight against it? Why did it take 10 years? This seems like a <laughs> gimme to me. Why did it take 10 I years to get here? And in all fairness, I think that some of what happened over that 10-year time was just that other things took focus of our legislators, things that they felt were very important issues for Missouri. So it wasn't that we weren't liked or we weren't believed in or we didn't think it was an economic value to the state. A lot of times trying to pass a bill, there's like 22 steps to do it. And it has to pass from one house to the other. It has to make it through committee. It has to make it through fiscal. It has to, you know, all of these things have to happen, and it has to really be the perfect storm. And what's great is that it, the session and the the session in 2023, 10 exact years later, was the perfect storm. And it was a highly successful. The bill was passed out of both the the House and the Senate, and the governor just signed it on Tuesday of this week. So how does the money work? I mean, the the money comes into the film commission or wherever. I mean, maybe not even that. What no. what, what happens yeah. to it? Okay, so no money goes into the Film Commission. What happens is that the qualifying projects, and these are anything from features, documentaries, series, videos, commercials, um, music videos, even webinars, uh, visual effects, and even post-production could qualify for this program at the state level. Anything under 30 minutes in length, they have to prove a spend of at least $50,000. Anything over 30 minutes in length have to prove a spend of in the state of over $100,000. So the money is actually going into our state and into our communities and into the pockets of uh, the people working on the film that are residents of our state. So that's where the money's coming in from. What's nice about having a program is because there is a minimum spend that's a, a high enough caliber. It helps us attract larger bits of work, uh, hopefully episodic, definitely films, and all of those other kinds of projects I mentioned. Um, so we're talking about better, better pay for our, uh, our crew, more union projects, um, more work for our actors and 
so the money's all going in, going there and going into our, our communities. Like think about a Hallmark film. They love filming in small town America. So all of that money would go into whatever small town they would use in Missouri as an example. It would go into the locations there. It would go into the restaurants there. Lots of eating, lots of catering, um, you know, lots of, you know, going out to restaurants, lots of meetings. So the money gets spread all around a town when something films there. So that's where the money would go. And at the back end, there has to be an audit by a Missouri um, licensed CPA. And then all of that final paperwork and all the receipts to prove their spend, not just the minimum spend, but their total spend will go uh, uh, back to the Missouri Department of Economic Development. And then it will be reviewed there. Then at, at that place, it's not money that's given out at the end. It is a tax credit. So there's a tax credit that they are given that if they had liability in Missouri, they could use it or it's transferable. So they could sell it to a Missouri company and that company can then benefit from getting a discount on what what they could buy in a tax liability uh, credit. So does that make sense? I know it's a, yeah, it's a uh-huh. little complicated yeah. on the back end there, but basically it's like it, it benefits Missouri and then it benefits a Missouri company. And that, you know, so it's like yeah. this domino effect of all the good things for for Missouri companies, for Missouri people, for Missouri towns. I want to talk about the competition within the state of Missouri then, because now (laughs) that we have it and you are here in Kansas city, um, there was a story, a version of the story that I had that talked about how they're building a new studio complex uh, near the St. Louis airport. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. now that we know that the state is, is making it more attractive for Mm -hmm. entertainment production to come here, I look at St. Louis and go, well, I, I, I want that. I want us to have that production facility here. So what kind of competition is there within the state? One of the great things about Kansas City is that myself and the city of Kansas City have positioned us really well. We have a local incentive that has been active since 2016. So it's a known entity in the industry. And the questions I'm getting from the industry right now is, is this stackable? Could we use the state incentive and also use the local incentive? And the answer is yes. So incentive-wise, we are the most attractive place to bring a project in the entire state because we have that local incentive program. Um, In addition, I know that St. Charles has Gateway Studios, and that will open up in 2024. What's great about Kansas City, though, is that we do have people interested in developing projects like that now. So people are talking, people are looking. But in the meantime, we have warehouse spaces that can function exactly as a a stage would for a project. They could build a set inside. They could put HVAC in there. They can tailor it to their needs. So we we may be starting off with uh, some some repurposed stage spaces in in the Kansas City area. Uh, We definitely have those spaces. So I wouldn't count us out as far as not having the same or similar facilities at this point. And there were so many cool exteriors around here. I mean, so many great places that you can oh. shoot that would just be amazing to, to see on film. And and I have to ask you a fun one because y- yeah. you started this by you know mentioning Ozark filming in <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> um, and, and one of my other favorites was three, three billboards, three billboards outside Ebbing, Ebbing Missouri, which was shot mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Has in there North been, Carolina. yeah, has there been that moment for you where you looked on the screen and said, that is so not Kansas city. That is so not, <laughs> Not Missouri, because I mean, I was watching three billboards going. Oh, look! There's the kudzu we're so famous for here in Missouri. Right, I, I, it happens so often. It's funny. 
really. And and just because you re-brought up Ozark, Ozark is, is, they do such a great job. However, the amount of pine trees around the lake <laughs> yes. is just not a match for Missouri. Very <laughs> true. Not. The red dirt is not a match for Missouri. So we know, you know, we know very well. Good deal. Well, yes. yeah, we're we're going to be watching all the moves that are made with uh, with this new law once it goes into effect, and uh, we're hoping for big things, bigger and bigger things. And like you said, I mean, if we had an episodic show that was shot here in town and could capture some of the great stuff that's around us, I mean, how proud would we be to see it all happen on screen? We would be. It would just boost our morale like crazy. We already wear all the Kansas City swag. All the producers that come in town think that's really fun that we do that they're like everyone just wears kansas city stuff all the time like i know we really like it here i mean when when rihanna was here with her husband asap rocky to shoot you know the videos the rumor around town was that they went and and did some real estate shopping while they were here i don't know if that's true or not. i don't want to spread more rumors really but you know it's that kind of place where you think oh my gosh this is great it happens every time. Definitely. It happens every time. Well, I love yeah. the I love the excitement in your voice, Steph Shannon. Thank you so much for uh, oh, being with us and taking us through all of this, the current sitch. And best of luck. I cannot wait to come back when we have really good news for us. Definitely. Us too. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Steph. Have a great holiday weekend. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up, we'll switch gears here. Uh, there is more bad news out, um, not just about the economy, but about our personal finances. We'll see if you fit into this category that we're talking about coming up next here on KMBZ. Stories out of CNBC. New survey says about two thirds of workers would not be able to cover an emergency expense of $500. Yeah, uh, and you think about how many things could fit into that category. 500 bucks, that's easy. Uh, your dishwasher goes, there's your $500 emergency. And 61% of us can't do that. Uh, I mean, that's a massive uh, number for something that's so easily reached. I mean, if, if you have uh, something like a washer-dryer go, or you have something like a, a water heater go, you're already way over that number and we're not able to absorb that that's a I mean, giant I'll throw problem in there that was the deductible on my car insurance when my car was hit yeah great um, great one now it was drivable thank goodness but if it hadn't been i would have had you know if you don't have that 500 bucks and that's a pretty low deductible a lot of people have deductibles that are higher if my car was a little older i would um and so you would not be able to cover the deductible to get your car fixed yeah, and, and I want to take issue with the article again. I want to go back to the folks at CNBC here for just a minute because if if we're in that situation where one mi relatively minor thing that can go wrong is such a massive expense to most of us that we wouldn't be able to cover it, then it seems like the 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 obvious reason why we're in that situation is that we are not making, on the whole, we are not making enough money to be able to put money away to cover that kind of an expense. And what CNBC is doing is saying, well, there's this new thing out there now that allows you to, uh, in, a, in a way that's almost like using a credit card, borrow against your retirement. I'm going to stop for a second because I think the other reason is a lot of people are bad at managing the money they have. That's true. I don't think it's always about people not making enough money because I know plenty of I know plenty of people that make significantly less than I do that save more than I do. There, there are just some people who are really, really good 
at managing and saving what they have. And some people are really, really bad at it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how many people of that 63% that can't make the $500 expense, how many of them are living paycheck to paycheck and aren't going around and, and, you know, and going out to dinner every night and, you know, going to wild parties and all of that stuff that these are people who are just working folks who aren't making enough that they can put anything away after paying the rent. Yeah, and some of that too is um, because I we hear about people that make well into six figures that say they're living paycheck to paycheck. Sure. To which I say you are spending too much money. <laughs> you you are you yeah. don't want to pull back on what you are spending. But yes, back to this program then because there were several people that were asked, what would you do then? if you needed the $500 or whatever it is and you didn't have anywhere to get it. Yeah, and they what they were talking about is going into their retirement accounts to do it and mortgaging the future because of things that are normal, things that normally happen, like a dishwasher breaking or something like that, and it's forcing them to go in and take money out of their retirement accounts. And in the same way that we a lot of times don't really understand how many times when you buy something on a credit card and let it go, you know, Mm -hmm. month to month and make minimum payments, how many times you're over, you're paying for that thing. Well, the same is true of taking money out of your retirement account. You're not if you take five hundred dollars out of your retirement account for an expense, that's costing you a lot more than five hundred dollars down the road when you were going to take that money out because it's not earning interest along the way. It's I mean, there are a lot of times tax implications, depending on what your retirement account is that you're going to get nailed for. So that five hundred dollars ends up costing you a whole lot more than five hundred dollars. Yeah, I like this program a lot um, because one of the changes would allow you to take out up to $1,000 a year penalty-free from your retirement plans to cover an emergency expense. I like that in part because you can't just live off of your retirement savings. You That can't be a, hey, to supplement my budget every month. Sure. That is one thing broke, my car, my dishwasher, whatever it is. Yeah, and and it's still, I mean, it's good that there's no penalties for that, but uh, you're still, again, that's money that you're not earning interest on. If you start your your retirement account when you're in your 20s, and that $1,000 gets taken out when you're 27, Mm -hmm. that was going to be a lot more than $1,000 when you got to retirement age. So uh, yeah, in an emergency, you do what you have to do. I will say it still sounds like it's better than using a, a high interest credit card at 19, yeah. 20, 21 percent uh, and, and trying to pay it off that way. But it's just I mean, there's still way too many of us in that situation. I was stunned by that number. Sixty three percent can't make 500 bucks happen. So they asked then, um, what would you do if this program were not in place? What do you do then um, in order to find the money? Uh, respondents, 19% said they would either turn to a friend or family. Not everybody has that. Cover the expense with a credit card. That's 18%. And just 4% would ask their employer for help. It would not even occur to me to do that. Do I just go to Alan and say... (laughs) Something just broke, Alan. I need some money. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Do do we have $1,000 in petty cash sitting around somewhere? I'm sure that would go over really well. Sure. He's a really nice guy, but I think there are limits to that. I'm not not about to go asking the dude for any cash uh, outside of what we normally make. So, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm I'm not surprised that that's a very low number of people that actually ask their boss for that kind of help. And it doesn't say what kind of help. Are they asking for an advance right because again that's going to put you behind next month too 
So it's it's just it's not an ideal situation. And whether we need just better education, I think we certainly need better education at managing money. I think that's been lousy for a very long time. But there are also some things that need to change in terms of what people make and what it costs to live. If you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. If you are in that group, 500 bucks, you wouldn't know where it's coming from. What do you do? Yeah, boy. And and somebody on the text line just said a lot of folks get a payday loan. I I understand. I, I, I get it. Please, if you can do anything else aside from getting a payday loan, do the other thing. Those things are usurious. In terms of the amount of interest that they charge you, it it seems like not a lot of money. But when you compare it to what it costs you to borrow that money, it's incredibly expensive. Um, and and I know, I mean, I've I've had my back up against the wall plenty during this lifetime. Okay, I know what it's like, but there's got to be a better way to do it. Feel free to get in here, uh, and we'll talk more about this coming up next on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. But two-thirds of people say they could not cover a $500 emergency expense if it came up. There's a new idea that would allow you to withdraw a little bit of money, say $1,000, maybe $2,500, depending on what we're talking about, without a penalty, which is tremendous. I mean, it's the first thing my financial advisor always says to me is that if you get in a jam, your retirement accounts are the last place we're going to look. He's like, so so if you give me money for retirement accounts, plan on never seeing it again. Yes. So uh, don't uh, give it to me unless you can really let it go. Obviously until retirement. But, yes, but yeah, yes. if you're never going to see it again, I would get a <laughs> yes. different financial advisor. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll, get, we'll go to the phones if you want to jump in, 913-586-7798. And we're hearing from a lot of you on the text line already, by the way, who are saying, that's me. I couldn't do a $500 expense. And we get it. I mean, we work in radio, okay? We, we yeah. understand not being able to come up with the 500 bucks on the fly. We all work two jobs, some <laughs> yeah. more than that still. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and, and the the second job thing is coming up a lot, too. People saying, you know what, if, if I needed it that badly, I might have to borrow it, but I'd go Uber or DoorDash or whatever for a few weeks to try to make up the difference. The gig economy has has helped that, but you've got to have the, uh, the, the time and the ability to do it. Let's go to Mike in Kansas City next. Hey, Mike. Maybe. Uh, oh, hang on. That was my fault. Uh, there he is. Hi, Mike. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. Love you, love you show. Thank um, you. This is for uh, everyone out there, especially the youngest people, early 20s, um, is to uh, for the government teacher's advice and also my insurance agent is start a Roth IRA. 
you'll have a $50 minimum that you probably want to just put in an index fund in the S&P, but you can put $20 cash also on top of it away. It's all post-tax. And the thing about it is it follows you around, unlike, you know, a 401k with a job or whatever. So when you work in IT, you get laid off all, all the time. You have this Roth IRA that's tax-free that's always going to follow you. And you you have to stick to, you know, the plan where you're always going to always have $70 in your bank account at, you know, a certain day of the month. It'll go into the Roth IRA, but, you know, after, you know, in when something pops up a couple of years from now, you know, that's going to be $500 that you can pull out instantly. Well, not instantly, but you can pull out tax free, but you do forget about it. And the whole yeah. time you're also investing for your future, but you don't have to worry about like having to transfer it or do this or pay taxes. It's just your fiduciary customer. And it just follows you around forever. That is, it's a great idea. And that's part of the reason why the Roth was such a brilliant thing to have happen in the first place. Um, and and that, it's it's a little bit, I mean, I guess you want that money to be difficult to get, but not impossible. You know what I mean? You, you, wanna, you don't want to have it so oh. easy to get that you can use it to go to the movies and dinner. Um, oh, yeah, you got to go in person, and yeah. then you have to request it, and they cut you a check. Right, but you don't want it so difficult that it's like breaking a CD where it costs you all kinds of money to have to do it. So No, no, it, yeah. it just, there's no money as long as you just keep keep it going, you know, it's, you know, I started in my 20, 22, and now I'm 44, and it saved my rear end a couple <laughs> times over. And, you know, I pulled some money out, and then it's, you know, it, I ended up not using it, and now it's in, like, a savings account. But, you know, it, um, you know, start even, you know, later on. I mean, you, you can do a minimum of 50 to 70, you know, $70 a month and forget about it and just not go out to eat or not do, you know, you know, not catch a movie or something, and you get used to that, um, always having that amount in your checking account, it will be there when you need it. Great plan. Tax-free. Michael, love it. Thank you. Thanks very much for the call. Um, yeah, that is that is another terrific idea. And, again, anytime you're talking about money like that that doesn't cost you money to take it out, that's going to be your best bet. Um I want to talk about the side hustle thing for a second, because a lot of you are texting in about the various ways that you could make money and I mean, like in a pinch, a lot of side hustles take a little while to set up. Yes. Um, we could talk about it all day because I'm. it comes up on Facebook all the time for me, just marketing and, and just all the things that you can do online. But a lot of that stuff you can't start right away. I want to talk for a second about what are the things that you can do aside from going to family or friends, going to your employer, because that seems unlikely, or being penalized somehow where you can make a quick 500 bucks if you need to. Somebody said delivering for DoorDash or like driving for Uber for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I have looked into that because I love to drive and I've got the car for it now and I'm free, like I have free time. Why not? I have a very expensive travel habit. Why not? The thing about that is that um, I can't remember exactly how much it was going to cost, but you have to up your car insurance if you're going to do that. Yes. I, I can't, it wasn't dramatic, but it was enough that made me think, I'm not just going to do this unless I know I'm going to do it. And so that that costs you money 
to do. And you have to be ready to do it. Like you said, I mean, you can't, that's that's not something you can start doing in a day uh, where somebody. It's incredibly is, complicated to get to where they let you do it, actually. Sure. But somebody just uh, just texted in and said DoorDash, on the other hand, takes 15 minutes. You know, you can be up and going in a very short period of time because you're not driving anybody else in your car. You're just driving their stuff. Speaking of stuff, that makes me wonder um, about, and John, you're, you're more educated on it than I am, but like, what do you know that's really valuable in your house that yeah. if you needed to sell something and where's the best place to do that? And, th- and thank you for saying that because, yeah, yeah I am going to go off on a tear on that for just a minute. Somebody else mentioned the, the plasma donation thing. Um, th- that, again, is not instant, but it is an option uh, for, for people who want to do that. I would say do that anyway. I mean, if if that's the kind of thing that you want to do, do that anyway and use that money for what Mike was just talking about. Use that money for your, you know, every month, uh, 50 bucks or or 100 bucks or whatever that you're going to put away because then you're doing two good things. You're saving money and you're donating plasma that they need to keep people alive. Um, But back to what you were saying about the what, what do you have that you can sell? Uh, I have some experiences we've talked about before working in a pawn shop. I would say, on the whole, and and from that experience, I saw people who did this, who were there every single week, mm-hmm. either yeah. making payments on their stuff or, or pawning more stuff or pawning the same thing that they had pawned a hundred times before. If you can avoid that, don't do it. Find the stuff that you're not that attached to and do what Jamie said. Sell it. Mm-hmm. If it, Because obviously, if you want it back, then pawning it's the only way that you're going to be able to do that. But it's also, just like with the payday loans, it's incredibly expensive. When you look at how much, when you compare the, the money that you get versus what you have to pay back, because you don't just pay back what you paid in to get that stuff out. You pay it back plus however much, uh, it's usually 20% um, that you're paying on top of that. But you're doing that in three months. That's 60% interest. I mean, yeah. that's that's crazy money. So it's it's much better to go find those things. And, I, I mean, look at Facebook Marketplace right now. Look mm-hmm. at Craigslist. Look at all of these things, and you'll see everything up there. You'll see table lamps. You'll see end tables. Now, you're not going to get rich doing that. Right. But, but if you've got something that you don't need, uh, if it, you know, the, you go on and take inventory of your stuff. Then go checking around on Marketplace to see what it's going for. That way you know in advance, okay, if I really need to sell this thing, if I really need to sell the couch that's in the basement or whatever, I can sell that and get rid of it and get $100 for it. The other thing I'll add to that, and then we'll go back to the phones here, is if you know that you are in that situation right now where if a medical bill suddenly came up or an emergency came up, I would say... Don't wait until that second comes up to start driving for DoorDash or driving for Uber. I would say start doing that now and start putting that away a little bit so it doesn't be because, again, a lot of this stuff is hard to set up. Yes. Initially. And, and you can make your own schedule with it. If you don't feel like doing it one day, you don't do it. Absolutely. All right. If you have further thoughts here, give us a call. Let's get to Stephen in Kansas City. Hello, Stephen. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going well. What do you think? Uh, okay. So a couple of things. I'm, I'm not sure. If- uh, somebody already covered this or not, but a Roth IRA makes for a great emergency fund because yep. you can take out the contributions whenever you want, penalty free, and you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. You got a retirement plan set up, and you've got your emergency fund set up. 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, you're you're the second one to bring it up. Uh, the yeah, the, the okay. Roth idea, but um, yeah, you're right. It, it's oh no, not at all. It's uh, yeah, you're you like you said, you're you're doing two good things at once. Um, same yeah. thing like with with a side hustle. Do you do anything for an extra gig, or do you just have the one job and you no. you're able to put money away? Not yet. I just squirrel stuff away. But on uh, I just changed um, insurance. And the rider on the insurance for rideshare like Uber and DoorDash is only twenty five bucks. Not oh. a big deal. Yeah. All right. Good. That sounds about right because I pay mine every six months, and I think mine was I, I pay it six months at a time. So I think, but it was enough. Like one fifty, one seventy five. I'm not going to spend that unless I know I'm going to do the thing. You got it, Stephen. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if there are other things. You, you know, uh, another thing that we don't I think spend enough time on is cutting expenses. Yeah, that's what I mean earlier. I think sometimes people just spend too much money. Well, I, I mean, we don't even think about it. So mm-hmm. if things like insurance, how many times uh, we go in usually at least once a year, most times twice a year and meet with our insurance guy mm-hmm. and we sit down and say, OK, what's changed? Do we need to do anything? Is there any money that we can save that we didn't know about? Um, and we've talked before about if you have cable or satellite if television or whatever, call them and tell them yeah. you're going to switch. Yes. Um, the insurance thing is important because uh, I got into this against like sometimes you're I'm really on top of a lot of things with this. And then a couple things I forget about for five years. And that's what I did with car insurance. I had a car with full coverage for way too long mm-hmm. because I just let it go. And I could have saved myself so much money. I did not need to have a 2009 Chevy Cobalt with 150,000 miles on it with full coverage. <laughs> like I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to pay for that. It was things like that that I didn't think about. It's funny that somebody just talked about storage units. Somebody just said, why do we spend $100 a month on a storage unit storing things that we don't even use or want? A hundred? I'm in the middle of this right now. Say what? A hundred? Yeah. yeah. A buck 85 is where you're going to start. I'm at 200 right now uh-huh. um, because mine just, in fact, I just called and kind of raised a, a stink about it because I have a storage unit not that far from the radio station yeah. that over very, it has furniture in it. And just, I've, I've moved so many times that it just has stuff in it. But over time, I've gotten rid of things and they raise those rates pretty significantly every year. I mean, I think I started around a hundred and it's almost at 200 bucks a month now. And I called them the other day and had a, didn't have a fight with them about it, but they, I looked on their website and the same unit that I pay for right now, if you were to get it new is like a hundred bucks, but I pay close to 200 and they said, that's how it works. We incentivize <laughs> people getting new units. Yeah. It's, I'm doing that math going, number one, I could get a unit that's half the size of what I've got. And if I switch locations, I'm saving a hundred bucks a month. My fall project is getting rid of our storage unit. That that's yeah. exactly what I'm getting. And all of the stuff that's in there is getting so I don't want any of it. I want no. it gone. Me too. Um, so yeah, that's I'm just waiting for the weather to turn so that I'm not going out there when it's a hundred degrees outside and and trying to haul that stuff out of my storage unit. But yes, that's that's definitely on the list because it is. It's a crazy expense for something I don't need. I get overwhelmed by the. And, and I need to not be, but I'm currently overwhelmed at the process that will be having to sort through it, having to sell the stuff. Yeah. I don't enjoy that process. I don't, it wears me out. I just don't like it. And then having to hire someone to move 
the stuff that's in it somewhere else to the point that I just I don't do it then. I want to address one quick thing that just came in on the text line because somebody said everybody says buy and sell on Facebook Marketplace, but it's so sketchy anymore. It's like Craigslist. It can be. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to dispute. And there's all kinds of I see the scams all the time. There's somebody uh, that, that says they're in like Liberty. They're not, uh, but they mm-hmm. say they are. And they put this, the, the, this incredibly valuable guitar up there for like 200 bucks. And they do it once or twice a week. I see this thing pop up and I'm like, Oh, it's that guy again. I don't know what kind of scam he's running, but I know he's running one. Um, and, and so that stuff is out there. All I would say is you have to, like everything else, you have to learn it and you have to learn how to protect yourself. Definitely. If, if you're not sure what you're doing, don't do it or find somebody who knows it better than you do and ask them what the rules are. Uh, meet, you know, things like meet in public. Don't go to some place yeah. that you don't know. Don't have people come over to your house if you don't absolutely have to. If it's not something that's giant and you can take it to the QT, go to the QT and meet them there. Phone lines are ringing. Give us a call. 913-586-7798. We'll break. Get back with your calls next on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. So we were talking about the story out of CNBC, talking about how about two-thirds of people could not pull it off, a $500 emergency expense. We're throwing out ideas of what you can do ahead of time or what you can do in a pinch to get that money. Definitely. And if you've got some ideas for us, we would love to hear it. And I'm sure everybody listening would love to hear it as well, because if it's two thirds of us, we need that kind of information. 913-586-7798. To the Ozarks we go. Hello, Rebel. Hey, what's going on? Um, I actually live in Blue Springs, but I'm on my way to the Ozarks to play music. Oh, good for you. I have a solo gig down there. I've done it for about a year now, and I have a... uh, uh, a booking agent, so that helped me out a lot. But I also scrap metal on the side. People are always just throwing away a dishwasher or a refrigerator or, you know, different things. And, you know, you can scrap metal, and, and scrap metal prices are up right now, about $130 a ton. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, and you're right. We don't think about it. In fact, how many people, and we'll talk more about this in a minute, if you buy a new, you know, your your uh, dishwasher breaks, you go buy a new dishwasher, and then you pay the company that brings you your new dishwasher to haul away your old one. Exactly. You should be making money off of that. You don't have to let them take it. Just yeah, exactly. You got it. Hey, Rebel, thanks. That that's just, that is a that's a wonderful idea. If if it's broken and you can't sell it, I mean, if you could sell it, if it's not broken, you just updated. Do what I just did, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and sell it on marketplace. Uh, you know, somebody came and got it, and and instead of paying fifty bucks for the company to go haul it off, I made two hundred on it. Well, it's you know that's a, that's a nice little swing. I just told you on the text line, or I just told you on our on our thread that at some point. I will be dealing with, and if my mom's listening, this is a point of contention between the two of us, (laughs) with my mom's three-car garage. It is not full. I mean, you can fit two cars into the three-car garage, but every inch of space not occupied by one of the two vehicles is stuff. And a lot of it's my stepdad's, um, who's been gone here for a bit, but she doesn't know what to do with tools and antiques. And, I mean, there's... We have like, she's got those old big black wood fired ovens. She collected them. So she's got, it it is so much stuff in there and it overwhelms me. Who can I just pay a percentage of the sale to just handle it? Yeah. A couple of uh, folks on the text line have mentioned the auctions. 
Um, there are auction houses here in town and in any big city where you can have them come. And a lot of them will come and get the stuff and take mm-hmm. it away. And then they'll auction it off and they'll keep a portion of the proceeds and then you keep a portion of it. Uh, there are also these traveling auctions that um, we, we went to one a while ago. We didn't buy anything, but uh, we just went to kind of see. And they mm-hmm. do them in hotel uh, conference rooms and things oh, like yeah. that. Where, uh-huh. where they'll have all kinds of furniture and stuff to hang on your walls and jewelry and all of that stuff. So sometimes you can get rid of it there. But, yeah, what you're dealing with in that garage, you know why I have a storage unit? Same right. reason. Right. <laughs> Nothing in there is mine. And I don't – I'm not – that is not something I enjoy. I like to organize things. I don't want to research what it's worth. I don't want to have to meet the person – have them look at it, maybe not want it, negotiate with the next person. That sounds like absolute everything awful to me. And just you worry in auctioning everything off. You're, it's just going for the lowest bidder. Some of that stuff, if it's really worth it, I want to get what it's worth. Yeah. This is why I'm not a stuff person. <laughs> Again, you and me both. Mm-hmm. I, I have my stuff that I use. But yeah, mm-hmm. stuff sitting around the house gathering dust, I'd rather not. Yeah, this made me the opposite of a pack rat. And again, point of contention because my mom thinks I throw everything away, which I don't. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you just have to be smart about it, I guess. Um, and and so much money we just let slide through our fingers because we don't know there's another way to do it. We'll wind the conversation up. We got Lynn and St. Joe hanging on. Uh, hello, Lynn. Hi, how you doing today? Doing well. What have you got for us? Well, my thought, and I had to learn this the hard way, is put yourself on a budget. You know how much your monthly bills are going to be. Okay, you know how much your paycheck is, and then start putting five or ten dollars back in a rainy day fund. Yeah, yeah. And I also also listen to. I I'm not allowed to say a person's name on the phone, am I? Who uh, who talks about uh, money management? Who you're referring to? Oh, you're talking about Dave, Dave Ramsey? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. I, I follow. <laughs> Yeah. I follow what he says, too. I mean, I just, yeah, I had to learn the hard way. Yep. Well, I mean, most of us do. Thank you, Lynn, for the for the phone call. Um, yeah, that's most of us do learn that lesson the hard way because nobody ever tells us about it early in life, which is what we really ought to be doing. Yeah. Um, somebody just suggested a state sale company to get rid of stuff. I'd rather not wait until she's gone. I do some of this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have yeah. to wait. You know, the, the estate sale companies don't care. Oh, I guess I thought you had to wait. Okay, cool. No. Good to know. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for getting in here. Um, we have a couple of different things to talk about with backyards. One, how we're monitoring them for parties, and we'll talk about this gambling ring coming up next here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.